If we're not coaching to people health and high performance, what are we doing? This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilshire. Welcome back to the Military Sherpa Podcast, everyone. I am your host, Mark, and this is the show that is all about transforming culture across the Department of Defense with a focus on growing healthy, high-performing people. Now, on today's episode, we're going to be picking up right where we left off last week, and that's going to be talking a little bit about implementation and coaching across the Department of Defense. Now, last week, before we finished, I said that I had a huge announcement to make today, and I do have a huge announcement. I hope that you're ready for it. It's coming up at the end of this episode, so I would hang around. I wouldn't... uh, bug out. Don't pull your ripcord just yet, but we're going to jump right in. So last week, I talked a bit about military coaching and my dissatisfaction with a lot of the programs out there. And today, I wanted to share with you a little bit about why that is. So we had a course that we taught in a time zone, and I won't say what time zone it was in, but we had a course that we taught in a time zone. And one of our coordinators, so if you don't know, we have a process where people help us organize our events at different bases. And so one of our coordinators, uh, he was communicating with me and I was talking to him a little bit about why there weren't that many people in the class, relatively speaking. And I've had classes that have a hundred plus people in them and sometimes 40, roughly 40 to 80 is about the average. And this class had 16. And I celebrate liberation. Like if there is one person in a class, I get excited and I've never taught a class. I don't think with one person, but every person matters. Because if we liberate one person, we potentially save one life. And I don't think that's hyperbole at all. I have story after story of liberation and transformation that we see in people's lives. And so as I was talking to this person, I was really trying to figure out in my mind, why is this class not full? Like people should be beating our door down to take our courses. We have the absolute best program in the world. I absolutely believe that. I believe the five voices, the five gears, the giant toolkit sessions, and my cadre are second to none. I don't think anything out there, and the student feedback reflects that. Every student, whether it's an 06 or an E1, says that it's the best class they've ever been to. It should be implemented across all levels of PME. The the data is in. The results are typical. I believe with all my heart that people should be beating our door down, that we should have a waiting list for our classes. And yet, in this class, there were 16 people in there. And I was wondering to myself and talking to them, I'm like, well, what's going on? I said, well, you're really competing with all the coaching certifications right now. Everybody wants to have coaches embedded in their units. And that's what drove some of my fire last week. If you haven't listened to those episodes, I recommend going back and doing it. But that's what drove some of my fire last week was like, everybody wants coaches in their units. So what the hell does that even mean? And as I started thinking about it, one of the things that really bothered me was it seemed like a continuation of what I had seen my entire career while I was in the military, which is that we all bore resentment against people who were chasing titles and were chasing credentials and were trying to put shiny things in front of their name when the reality was they weren't making a difference. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of sitting through programs and watching you sit through programs and then six months later, nothing's changed. Do you know why airmen got out of the Air Force 20 plus years ago? Nobody listened, nobody cared what I had to say, what I do isn't important. You know why airmen get out of the Air Force today? What I do isn't important. People don't listen. What I say doesn't matter. No one cares. Same three reasons. Phrased a little differently, but same three reasons. We've been stacking credentials in front of our name. We've been putting people through programs for decades. And yet people are still getting out for exactly the same reason. Explain that. Explain it. 
And I'm watching what's happening across the force. And there's a lot of things to be said about the fact that, hey, some of the people that were the people making decisions at those times are people that are leading the programs that a lot of you put your folks through. And that breaks my heart. And as I I thought about it more, I, I started to try to think through, like, why does this bother me so much? And I think that it's the emphasis on coaching as a skill set misses the mark. It misses the mark because putting skills into people's hands and saying, go out there and coach people through their problems, that might be value added. And I won't take away from that. But if we don't have a cohesive strategy about what we're coaching towards and how we're going to scale that across an organization, it's doomed to fail like every other program fails. It's doomed. And so I believe there are two things that we should be coaching to. The first one is our people health. We use an assessment, the Peace Index, buy the book, peaceindex.com. Buy the book. It's out on Amazon. Go get it. Jeremy put a lot of work into it. It's a fantastic book. But the Peace Index is our tool. And what does it measure? Purpose, place, provision, physical health, and people, relationships in our life. And the idea is that if we can measure these things and work on them, we can get a score in the center, composite score of our health, and we can truly get ourselves to higher and higher levels of health and performance over time. And if we do that, then not only will we feel better, but we'll perform better. And when we think about health and coaching to people health in the civilian sector, this isn't a thing, right? Like if you have a broken ankle in the civilian sector, I'm only really allowed to talk about it to the degree that it impacts your work. I'm not supposed to talk about your alcoholism or if you get a DUI in the civilian sector, I shouldn't even know about it, right? If it impacts your work, we have a problem. But in the military, we're both wearing a uniform the next day. We don't want to be wearing. That's my problem to solve. And so comprehensively, your personhood, who you are, is the responsibility of your military leader from your finances on down. And we don't have to think about people health as a squishy skill. Right When we coach to people health, we reduce things like stress. The less stress that you are, the higher you perform. You have a, a burden. You want to have the highest performing team? Eliminate or help coach them to higher levels of health. They'll come to work ready to go. They'll come in every morning ready and, and healthier than they were the day before, which means they can do more. But resilience, stress, these things are critical to the performance of our people. My book, right? The Leader's Garden, How to Grow Healthy, High-Performing People. If you don't have my book yet, what's wrong with you? Get out there, Amazon, book.marktilshire.com. Get it. But that first piece is so critical. And if we're teaching people to coach without teaching them what to coach too, the five aspects of per, of, of people health, right? Which is our, our purpose, place, provision, physical health, and people, they need to be linked. They can't be separated from each other. They're not two different skill sets, two different classes. They're one class, one course, one set of skills. And the second piece is high performance. And you know these five words, communication, relationships, alignment, execution, capacity, the metrics of a high performing team. If we're not coaching to people health and high performance, what are we doing? And it's stunning to me when I teach military leaders and I go across the country, around the world, and I say, hey, let's bring up this tool. It's called the metrics of a high performing team. There's five areas. And I mentioned the five, communication, relationships, alignment, execution, capacity. And what do they do? They're stunned. Mouths are open. Man, this puts words to things. And I'm talking people that are O6s, E8s, E9s. They've never put context to these five areas and how they build on each other. That strong communication builds healthy relationships. Healthy relationships builds rich alignment. Rich alignment creates efficient execution. Efficient execution creates strong, open capacity. Capacity where we have the ability to go home on time or to do more with what we have. Not more with less but we're more efficient, more productive with what we have. And that only happens when communication, relationships, and alignment are focused before the problems start. 
micro-interactions. And when we focus on coaching towards high performance, we become more effective. We have people that are more engaged. Engagement is the number one predictor of employee performance. And as we go into coaching, people health and high-performing teams can't be disassociated from each other. And yet we want to talk about the coaching skill set. We want to talk about the coaching mindset. And we want to put a a fancy title in front of our name. And we don't have a, a foundation to build that house on. It's got to change. And it applies equally to ourselves, our family, our team, our organization, and our community. When we have healthy families, we have improved relationships at home, we don't come to work thinking about the things. And never forget this, in a military environment, and you've heard me say this, I've been beating this drum. If work is horrible and home is fantastic, I'm not really worried about you. But if work is fantastic and home is horrible, I'm very concerned. Because it's home that will take you out. We can deploy and literally get shot at. People don't take their life downrange. They take their life when they get home. It's not the work. And so what we've decided to do, you want to know what the big announcement is. What we've decided to do is that historically we teach a class. It's called Transforming Team Communication or the Military Sherpa course that a lot of you have been through. And this class is consistently rated as the best course that military members have ever attended. Everybody who comes out of the class, best class I've ever attended, should be in every level of PME, fantastic, blah, blah. Whether we're talking about Airman Basic or Colonel or, or Chief, it doesn't matter. And so historically, we've taught this as a facilitator's course. You come in, you get kind of a military certification, and you go out and you do your thing amongst the force. And I've been looking at this course for a long time and trying to figure out, okay, well, how do we get more results out of the course? How do our folks implement more of what we teach them? How do our folks get more out of the time that they spent with us? And as I was dealing with this particular issue of why don't we have more people in this class of 16 rather than 116, and then the, it was brought to my attention that everybody wants fancy titles in front of their name. I realized, I always say that coaching is linked to high-performing, healthy people, but we haven't put our money where our mouth is. And so we've taken our course and kept everything in it that was in it yesterday or the week before. But instead of it being a facilitator's course, we're changing it now. We're putting our money where our mouth is, and it's now called Military Sherpa Certified Coach Program, Military Sherpa Certified Coaches. And last week, we ran the inaugural course with 50 first sergeants, chiefs, uh, commanders from across the AFDW, along with a few of their folks that they brought with them. And I ran them through the inaugural Military Sherpa Certified Coaching Program. It was fantastic. And what we did is in the very first hour of the first day, so we kept everything the same for the most part, but the very first hour of the very first day, I said, okay, here's how you coach. And coaching's not hard. I can teach you to coach 15 minutes. I can give you an army of coaches in 15 minutes or less. Coaching isn't that hard. The consistency on the back end and the follow through, you've got to work through your issues in that area, but the, the skill set of coaching is actually pretty easy. And then we kept everything. And, and so what we did was after the first hour and then every half day or so, we sat people together and had them coach each other and coach them through what it is they just learned. And so by the end of the week, they had roughly seven distinct actions they were going to be taking and seven people that were going to be following up with them. And coaching was baked into the program from the minute it started to the minute it ended. And the very first feedback we got on the course when it was over, as I was reading the feedbacks, the very first feedback I got was that this course sets the standard for what professional military education should be. And it kind of brought a tear to my eye and I get choked up just thinking about it, but it was a shirt class full of shirts and commanders and chiefs. And the very first feedback was that this course sets the standard for what PME should be. 
and I've had three so far. I think three. Uh, I think is one more than that. But three commanders who have reached out to me and hey, we want a skill bridge with you. And I've had people reach out and say, I bought the Kool Aid. I want to go through this, or I drank the Kool Aid, and I want to. I want to help you. And I think that the course was fantastic before. I think it was unparalleled with anything that anyone you would consider to be our competition is doing. And now we've decided to combine coaching using the foundation of Giant. The five voices, the five gears, the Giant toolkit sessions, all rolled in. That is the foundation we build our house on. We're not putting a title in front of our name so that we can be coaches and be fancy. We're putting a title to our name so that we can create healthy, high-performing people and ultimately up the performance of the DOD and decrease the chance that you kill yourself or get divorced later. And that's my mission. I want to decrease the number of veteran divorces and veteran suicides, and it starts with you. Our program is now more simple than it's ever been. It scales easier than it's ever been. And we've integrated this coaching piece that changes everything while maintaining everything about the program that you loved. I'm going to have continuing education for all of my prior graduates so that they can get the coaching certification tag as well. Uh, But this year, we have classes in every time zone. I'm traveling all over the place this year. I want to see you there. I need your people to be there. This year, I'm asking people to multiply 5x. Can you commit to helping get five people into our classes? If you can, three years from now, we'll have conquered the DoD. It'll be that easy. Everyone commits to getting five people per year. The DoD will be conquered in no time. Thank you for listening to me today. I appreciate every second that I get with you. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilshire.